May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Barnabas, the Apostle. In two weeks' time, we will be celebrating the feast of St. Peter and Paul, also apostles. Maybe the same sermon could be preached for both Sundays. I suspect someone might notice if I do so. On the other hand, maybe it's worth trying to see if anyone is listening. We hear about Barnabas mainly in Acts of the Apostles, as well as in some of the epistles. He was a Cypriot Jew, originally called Joseph, but named Barnabas by the Apostles, meaning encourager. He came to faith in Jesus Christ and, along with Paul, went on missionary journeys. We hear about one such journey in our first reading from Acts. Barnabas going out, preaching the gospel, people coming to faith, and in fact he is sent to seek out Saul, not yet renamed Paul. Like Paul, Barnabas had a mission to the Gentiles, the non-Jews. And as part of this, he was concerned with defending Gentile Christians against Judaizers, in other words, against non-Jewish Christians being made to become Jews and thus follow the Jewish laws. It is something we face at times when we welcome or seek to welcome new people into our Christian fellowship. It's so easy to make assumptions about how people should look, behave or worship if they're going to be part of the community, as if the only way to be followers of Jesus is to be clones of ourselves, as if all other Christians don't count. When I spent time in South Africa preparing for ordination on exchange from college in Oxford, I learnt much about the missionaries who had journeyed there from Europe and about their fervent desire for native Africans to come to know Jesus Christ. A wonderful thing to be doing, but, and it, it is a big but, so often the missionaries considered that those they met were uncivilised. To be a Christian, you needed to be civilised, they felt. To be a Christian, you needed to speak a civilised language, a European language in other words. You needed to act in a civilised way, the same way as the missionaries acted. You needed to have a Christian name, a European name. Some of my friends in South Africa had names such as Freedom and Ascension. An English name, they weren't still made to have an English name, a Christian name, but still that baggage from the past carried on, as well as having an African name, they had an English name or Euro European name. To be a Christian in that context at that time of the missionaries going over meant you had to deny who you were. You had to turn away from your culture and embrace a foreign culture to be a Christian. 
I've heard the same time and time again in other parts of the world where colonialization has sought to wipe out local cultures, traditions and spiritualities and replace them with something else. And so often hearing about abuse that carried on to force that agenda. I don't know, could the same be said about Guernsey French being replaced by English? I don't know. But anyway, Barnabas was defending against this imposition of foreign cultures. He was supporting Gentile Christians against having to become Jewish, adopting the traditions and rules of another race in order to be able to become followers of Jesus. And the church grew through the evangelism, preaching and teaching of Barnabas and others. When we look at the early church, we see the apostles being sent out, proclaiming the gospel to places and people that hadn't previously heard it. Peter founding the church in Rome, for example, and then tradition having Thomas founding the church in India. Barnabas, on the other hand, is seen as being the founder of the Cypriot Orthodox Church. Just as Peter took the Christian faith to Rome, Barnabas took the Christian faith to his native Cyprus. If we look at the Syrian church in India, the Roman Catholic church in Rome, and the Orthodox church in Cyprus, we see some quite different styles of worship, some very different traditions in the Church of Jesus Christ. As the faith has moved to different parts of the world, it has adapted to different contexts, and surely that is right. If we are preaching the gospel afresh in every generation, in every situation, in every context, surely the gospel must be preached in a way as to engage the people who are there. It is wonderful to hear accounts of missionaries who have been sent out into far distant lands and immediately immersed themselves in the local culture, seeking to learn the local languages, translating the Bible into these languages, teaching the faith, and building up a locally appropriate version of the Church of Jesus Christ. We hear a hint of this in our second reading from Galatians. We hear about their, their mission they're talking about to the Gentiles, the non-Jews, in relation to Peter having a mission to the circumcised, the Jews, the people of Israel. Two different missions to two very different cultures and contexts. And so two different expressions of church. They could not be identical. In fact, we see this same thing being played out in the Gospels. Four Gospels written by different people, written to different communities 
of followers of Jesus within their particular contexts and concerns, making it understood and relevant to the church in that place. What we are to be, where we are to be, how God will call us to serve him in the future is unknown. But at this time, we are called to be the people of God here in the Vale. This group of roughly 10,000 people living within this parish, young, old and in between, with varying levels of education, varying socio-economic status, Gurns and non-gurns, married, widowed, divorced, partnered, single, male, female, non-binary and transitioning, straight, gay, bisexual, Christian, agnostic, followers of other faiths, atheists, and come to that, football fans and non-football fans. All of these and more making up this community of the veil as diverse a community as you're going to find in most other places. There is the question, how are we called to go out from this church building and make the gospel known, attractive and accessible to those who don't yet know about it? Maybe there's something in Jesus' words from today's gospel this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That is what Barnabas lived and preached to those around him in his missionary journeys, in the whole of his life. Let us do the same as we make Jesus' love known to those who are around us here and in whatever places we go to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.